this just in. Hello and welcome to 250, your weekly IMDb Top 250 Movies of All Time podcast. I'm Darren. I'm Andrew. I'm Graham. I'm Marianne. And this week we're talking about a This Just In entry for a movie that came in two months ago but hadn't been released at home video. It's Your Name, the Japanese animation uh, that was released late last year. So on beta yeah. <laughs> a home media, Andrew, home media. It's a vague term, uh, but basically, I'll take it right. <laughs> uh, myself and Andrew had not seen this movie before, uh, and we don't really have a lot of experience with, say, Japanese cinema in general, but with animation in particular. So um, I believe the kids call it anime. But uh, so anime, anime. Yeah. <laughs> so we thought we Speak would for yourself, Darren. I'm going to be laying some knowledge. knowledge. Oh, <laughs> look for no, this. Yeah, no, yeah, not, yeah. no, not really. It's too late. You can't walk it back. Yeah. Uh, it's actually pronounced anime. <laughs> <laughs> and see, this is why we invited two people who actually know what they're talking about. We invited oh, Marianne Cassidy to talk to us about Wonder Woman, and we invited Nun Graham uh, who talked to us about. Well, last week he talked to us about Batman versus Superman, which isn't on the list. <laughs> It seems like a lot of stuff that I'm going to be doing with you guys is like, this shit, I, 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 this is not on the list. Why are you on this podcast? Who knows? Yeah. You guys had seen this before, and we asked you on for the anniversary special a couple of weeks mm. ago. We asked you to name your favorite movie to come into the list this year, and both of you singled out this one. Uh, what is it about this movie that sort of jumps out at you? What is it that's sort of like, because there was no hesitation. It was just like, bam, this is, this is the one for me of the ones that entered the list. So, Marianne, do you want to go first? Yeah, um... Uh, for me, it was just sort of like, I kind of can see exactly why it shot up to, I believe it's number 83 mm. yeah. at the wow. moment. Is it still? Um, yeah. yeah. It, it was, wow. And it's climbing as well. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, but for me, it was like fairly instant classic, you know? I mean, it's not like I would say the plot isn't super original, you know, like it's like sort of playing with a very established form, this kind of youth movie, like Star-Crossed Lovers etc but the execution of it is so good and i think like that's really what makes a classic is this sort of like like a lot of familiar tropes a lot of um familiar beats but just fantastic execution Mm. so i always find that when i go into an anime film i try to go in as blind as possible i don't want to know anything about the film going in uh so when, when i went to see your name i had no idea what the premise was i just saw two like two teenagers, the stars, this is this beautiful poster. And when I saw the film, I, I couldn't believe it. it was like, oh my God, this is a Freaky Friday film. And it's just so wonderfully executed. It's it's so emotional. And it, it, it kind of exemplifies why I love the, the, I suppose, the genre of anime. They always, they can always surprise you. Even if you know um, a genre, a trope or that, they always find a way to, the good ones anyway, always find a way to twist it. And show you something maybe you didn't see before. Um, and that's why I, I love anime. And that's why Your Name was one of those great ones. Because it's it's just fantastic. And like Marion said, it's it's an, it's, all, it's an instant classic. Mm. Like, I loved it. Like, if you love Freaky Friday, that too kind of, kind of you know, became and an instant. Love Freaky an instant <laughs> the original. The original, not the Lindsay Lohan one. All right. <laughs> Oh, one of those Rob Schneider movies. There are a few, aren't there? He, he has one where he's just a guy. What is it? I'm a girl or something? It's the hot chick. Is hot, oh, and God, it's called that. There's one where he's animals as well, isn't there? Yeah. Also, no, he's is, one that, is that not John Like We Asked as the pest? No, he has one where he's like, he can communicate with animals. And like, he has the power I feel of like animals. we could do a podcast <laughs> about <laughs> John. About, yeah, about, we're, we're just sort of, about Freaky Friday movies. <laughs> but we're, uh, we're, 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 we
You list a series of movies and you have to guess, is it uh, Rob Snyder or is it John Leguiano? Or is it a fever dream? Yeah. I like the idea of a movie where he's just animals. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's just a regular movie. It's what like a surgery? It's like, a surgery that gives him all the powers? No, no, but it's, it's, it's like any other movie. It's like a romantic comedy starring, I don't know, Kate Bosworth and Hugh Jackman. But all the animals in the background are played by, by Rob, Rob Snyder. Snyder. Oh my so God, it's like, amazing. So it's like when Kate Bosworth is walking her dog, it's, it's Rob Snyder. <laughs> yeah. When they meet at the zoo, the lemurs are played by Rob mm. Schneider. Hugh yeah. Jackman comes in on a horse. It's Rob it's Snyder. Rob Snyder, yeah. Like, <laughs> and he's like this uh, omnipotent being. You know, it's just like through all the eyes of all the animals. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, but that <laughs> is not what your name is. Your name is a bit different to that. Like, yeah. I would say. Yeah. There's like, I, I suppose the, the, the term we're looking for here is it's quality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, tonally different yes. I would say but like you guys as you said at the start you don't really you don't really watch anime um, you know Japanese films but I don't think you really watch I've anime I've, I've, I've seen a damn it. Like that. Um, you opened it up with us being the experts you are the experts you are, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like I mean I, I've seen Akira I've maybe seen Ghost in the Shell I think years ago but my experience is very limited outside of stuff like say Pokemon which I don't yeah. think really counts because that's, no, that's so anime. mainstream counts. That's anime. does it count yeah 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 it's okay. Japanese and obviously Ghibli stuff as well which yeah. is like it's like Pixar you don't think of Pixar as Disney films or whatever or even as conventional animation but they're almost a class unto themselves so I've seen a lot of those but I wouldn't consider myself in any way informed or aware of and the thing is there's there's the mainstream anime which you (laughs) mentioned Akira uh, Ghost in the Shell those are kind of the mainstream mainstream anime that everyone goes to there's also I don't know about that I I feel like we're, we're being very hard on ourselves saying like I have no we're, I am being hard on you we, we, we <laughs> that we uh, we're completely ignorant because we've only seen like um, 10 or less movies in in <laughs> in, 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 in in this genre I, I mean I mean they, it's like oh I've only seen like most um, Studio Ghibli uh, movies. That, I haven't seen that, most. I've seen. Are, are, yeah, are, yeah. Like, like, I feel. But I that's feel a like, fraction of what yeah, the anime. Yeah. Yes. Oh no, absolutely. That's like saying yeah, if yeah. you saw Western animation, you say I've seen most of the Disney canon. That's not you haven't seen animation. Seen animation. But yeah. I think it's like even the critical response to your name was. I mean, a lot of um, Makoto Shinkai. He, wrote and directed it like people are saying oh he's the new Miyazaki yeah. which it's kind of like is he guys like it's I guess it's, it's also an animated movie with yeah. like magical also, realism and it's also, in Japan also yeah. people are really looking to find a new Hayao Miyazaki yeah, because yeah. one he is getting super old and two Studio Ghibli are possibly ending for good soon and we may need a new studio to take their place I think it is I think it speaks to the fact that Miyazaki is the point of reference for Mm -hmm. Japanese animation but it's also worth noting that um, when he was talking about his influence Shinkai didn't actually hasn't mentioned Miyazaki and he really doesn't like the comparison Um, he sort of described the guy who's responsible for Neon Genesis Evangelion oh Evangelion Uh, Evangelion apologies see this is why we have experts (laughs) on Um, I'm not disputing that I'm not an expert (laughs) (laughs) unlike every other episode um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it is like it. It is you see. Uh, we didn't want basically. We didn't want to do that. We didn't be like this is sort of like a Ghibli movie because Ghibli movie is the only favorite reference that we have for this. Mm. Um, yeah, this is also massively successful. I think one, yeah. one of the reasons why the comparison is made is because this is one of the few movies that isn't Ghibli to have a made a massive cultural impression outside of Japan in terms of animation on release. Yep. And B, inside of Japan, it made some absurd amount of money, like 10 billion yen. Yeah, it's now higher than Spirited Away, which was the highest anime of all time, made by, of course, Studio Ghibli. But I think because we have things like Pokemon and Akira, which are also usually popular and aren't um, Studio Ghibli, mm. is, is, it, 
I don't think it's ever really been that Studio Ghibli is the only uh, show in town. Are you in the studio that created Pokemon? No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in the studio that created Kira? No. This yeah. podcast that's, got that's very aggressive. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. That's, <laughs> the thing. that's the thing that shows how Should influential I? Git. No, no. Um, you know I mean, like, it's. I think it's just called the Pokemon Company. I don't know <laughs> the studios that create Hollywood movies. It's, it's, it's like mean, like when, when 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 Darren is like, and I'm, and of course this is important because Fox make and I'm like Darren, I don't know how to. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know don't how care. to end, uh, <laughs> no, end that just, sentence. Just, it just shows how influential and how iconic Ghibli have become. The sense that. You know it's a Studio Ghibli film. Yeah. And that when another, I suppose when another player comes into town, it's like, you take notice because, oh, it's not Ghibli. Oh, okay. And it's it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. That's all I've always seen. That's how I've seen it lately because of how Ghibli has had to kind of, Ghibli's gotten a bit quiet now. It has too. I mean, well, it's been going for years. Ghibli's also sort of branching out. Like the Red Turtle, I believe, is the first one directed by a non-Japanese mm-hmm. artist. It's yeah, in... not part of his family yeah. or his okay. circle. Okay. Because it's directed by a Danish director, if I'm correct, isn't it? Dutch. Yeah. Dutch. Oh, apologies. Yeah. We, need, we need Nile here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the Dutch. Um, <laughs> but it's also just a complete departure in terms of style and like. I mean, you wouldn't peg it as a Ghibli movie, no. like yeah. so. Uh, yeah, it's it's just so like. What did you guys think of it? Like, uh, I, I I I was blown away. There were there were there were there were things that we've referred to, like the um, the tropes where. There were things kind of early in the movie where it's like, oh, uh, th- this isn't so great. But as it went on, I was, I like, I found it so difficult to fault things, and then I, <laughs> and then I wanted to go back and take the things that I didn't like initially and try to justify them. And, and <laughs> say, this is yeah, terrible. Yeah, and and no, 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 this is not terrible because the rest yeah. of it is great. Yeah, exactly. It's like that can't have been bad because this movie is amazing. So, so uh, uh, may- maybe I need to watch this movie again. And and re-educate myself on it, but I I I mean, and I don't want to focus too much on the things that I didn't like because I, I no, but that's, I, I think that'd be interesting to know. Yeah, I, I suppose, but but like I don't want to distract from kind of how much I liked this movie. I mm. I, th- I thought I thought it was amazing, and, and, and um, I thought it was a nice kind of a journey as well because because I started out kind of skeptical. Um, so it it was it was nice to actually kind of have that turned. What a lovely journey! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not just for the characters, but for Andrew, for Andrew. as well. Um, I often think, and this is not to say like that there weren't like flaws, and it would actually be interesting to hear some of those. Yeah, Otherwise, I too. think this podcast is just going to be me and Graham being like, "I loved it so much." <laughs> People can't see eyes, me. My eyes are like wide open right now. Just big, so yeah. happy. But, like Graham, Graham's eyes are like an anime character's yeah. eyes. It's like. Um, <laughs> But I often find if I haven't watched any Japanese animation for a while, coming back into it, it takes about 20 minutes for me to adjust yes, remember. to the style. Yeah. Because there are things that I, I, like, I think they're so subtle maybe that you can't even quite put your finger on them. But you're like, mm, that's weird. But it's part of the genre. Yeah. 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 Cinematic cues, how characters act, the... The, the use the of pop vernac- music as montage, yeah. which is slightly different from the American Funny use of enough, pop music Funny enough, that doesn't happen a lot. That actually doesn't happen No, it only happen happens like anime. three times over the course yeah, of the Yeah, it happened three times in yeah. the film, but it's not... That, that or isn't a Or the staple. introductory sequence, which is like... It's like the reverse of a previously on segment. It's like a <laughs> next on segment. Where it's like, this is the movie you're about to watch in chunks. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, you, you have to kind of... Well, you don't have to, but you're 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 probably better off buying into a certain amount of the way these things go yeah. mm. in in 
in these types of movies. Another kind of um, movie industry that we that, that we weren't very familiar with was uh, Bollywood and Indian cinema. So when 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 watching that, um, I, the uh, first movie we saw was Lagan, and they had all of these uh, kind of song and dance numbers in the movie and six. And, Six. Well, six. Yeah. Mandated six. How long was the film? Uh, three hours and ten minutes. Okay, yeah, that's actually old. That actually, actually, that's a not oh, right number been, for a three-hour film. So, four hours. I, so, was... so like, there's a certain amount of stuff like that, and 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 obviously, like Indian movie movies are changing and becoming kind of more, more recognizable. But there's there's a point at which you you you're probably better off thinking, oh, like this is this is unusual to me, and it's maybe not to my taste. But that's kind of part of the the established. Um, go with it. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's the charm. An opportunity, like the one wonderful thing about cinemas, and cinemas like an empathy machine. Mm. It's an opportunity to get a glimpse not only into other lives but into other cultures and how other yeah. people see mm. the world. Like, so and it, yeah, and 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 I think when 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 we were watching the um, two Indian movies that we've done, I'm I'm talking about them because we're talking about um, mov- movies that. For 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 the most part, we're talking about American kind of Western yeah. uh, uh, movies. So when 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 you do something outside of that, um, some some something that I think that I've said before is that I like how um, we're kind of getting 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 exposed to things that are a little bit different. Yeah, mm. a little what, there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I kind of liked it. I maybe didn't like it as much as everybody else in this room. I thought it was great. I thought it was beautiful. I had some issues with the plot. Uh, I thought the plot and storytelling I had some issues with, but it was visually stunning. It mm. was amazing. It was like it looked fantastic. It sounded very good as well. It was just well constructed, and it is. It's it's stunningly like you know that apparently how Shinkai puts it together is that he animates it last. The last thing he does is animation. What he does first is he writes the script, but he also storyboards it, and he doesn't just storyboard it in terms of like pictures of of what's going to appear on screen. He does, like, he records dialogue and he does, like, little clip art and he sort of does, like, this is, like, what it's roughly going to feel like even. So this is, like, a theme or a tone of the shot. So that, you know, it's, it's all there. It's basically like a PowerPoint presentation of what the, the movie's going to look like before he, before he even animates a single cell. It's, mm. it's, it's a remarkable approach. And, like, everything in the movie looks beautiful. The backgrounds look amazing. The, the standing objects, like, the, the animation of the characters is grand, but the detail, the rich, lush sort of scenery, even the, like, the decorations shrine. in the room, the shrine, the shrine is gorgeous. It's stunning. The, like, you're, it can take you out of the movie, but, but it, it, it the, when you're just admiring the kind of draftsmanship of it, you're, like, looking at it and it's like, this incredible. I, I like, did, I, imagine how satisfying that would be to be, to be, to be, to be creating something yeah. like that, where, where, you know, even even like the characters' rooms, where where you're kind of filling it with all of this kind of detail yeah. and oh, I, sure, I don't sure. know, it's just, it's just something that's very really satisfying yeah. about it. Sure, I noticed, uh, and uh, this is what I love about uh, animation in particular is um, there's a particular scene where uh, two of the characters are in this shed, and you can look around and you can see like there's a GameCube, <laughs> just like a which is a Japanese, of course. Um, just uh, you know the game, the GameCube, and it's just it's just sitting there. It's orange. And it's just like you're just looking around for little things and everything. It's just they really they they are in in animation. I think they're truly like proper world builders because they have to. Well, the attention to detail in there, in yeah. there is fantastic. Yeah. And this is what I always like love about like anime specifically, and obviously this is also something Ghibli is very good at. But you always feel like there's a world off screen, mm. you know. And I think this is a very difficult thing. 
to do in movies like that level of world building because you kind of have like two three hours max to give the sense of an entire world and like talking about Shinkai's method about like you know like how we've established like tone and feeling and dialogue and everything before the animation starts I think that's what gives them the room to be like great like this has already been sorted out so Mm. we can just really get into the detail of like you know and I love like there's I mean there's little moments in it like um when Taki's two friends are like in the, well, this isn't going to give anything away, but they're sitting in this room in the hotel and there's a shot of Okudera's phone and it's this jewel encrusted phone yeah, case. Yeah. And like, there's no real reason to linger on that. It's just a tiny little bit more information about this minor character, but it's great. Like, yeah. you know, that it's like someone took the time to do this beautiful, colorful yeah. phone case. My, my particular thing is here in the background, yeah. there's an insert on like, there's a moment where Taki uh, drinks this sake and he goes into this dreamscape. And it's a completely different, it completely is almost removed from the film because the animation style just completely shifts. Oh, it does. It's and a... it's like it's like a painting, a moving painting. Yeah. And I I absolutely adore it. Yeah. Hmm. And it, it, again, it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing to show that anime, animation is just like... Especially when it's hand drawn, I just I I adore it. Was this ha- was all this hand drawn? Uh, I believe so. Uh, I think the majority of it hand was hand drawn. There are one or two moments that you can see there might be a bit of three D animation. Mm-hmm. I think it's with pencils in that one. I think when when Taki is drawing, yeah, it's just like it's weird seeing a, a, a drawing <laughs> oh, draw, <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell there are like it's it's this weird kind of sense of um, you you feel like he look his hand looks a little bit more realistic and the flow of his hand in that is just. It, it does. It's not that it took me out of the film. It's just like I was able to really appreciate how it looked. Yeah. Well, I, I'm. It, it feels almost like I'm trying to give it credit because I enjoyed it so much. It felt like a, a, a lot of the moments that were taking you out were doing so intentionally, almost because it would kind of linger on these these shots mm. and kind of t- take 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 it kind of like out of the story you're telling. You might still be able to hear the words that they're saying. But it's just looking at like a, a landscape. At a remove, yeah. 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 I think that's also like a part of anime is like this. They don't have a fear of silence or space or taking those lingering moments. Like if you compare it to like a lot of Western animation, like particularly Disney, it's like action, action, action. Yeah. Comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Co- comedy interlude, action, action, action. What song. And there's no like room to just like linger in this no. amazing world you've built. You I'm know? trying to remember the last time they had a scene in a Disney film where it's like someone's just taking everything in. Like The Lion King, I remember, always had it. Like whenever I look back to that film, it's like, but you even take then you it have the, the music in the background and stuff like that. Like I think I think to be honest, I suspect and I don't want to generalize on this, but it's it's the different Western and Japanese attitudes towards animation. The Western culture we treat animation as something for children primarily. Yeah. So I think the Disney films are always animated with that in mind that you don't want the kids getting bored during mm-hmm. a beautiful yeah. shot. It's like maybe the shot looks beautiful, but can we stick a comedy character in there or some music or maybe have something funny happen in the background mm-hmm. so that the kids don't get bored. There was an interesting balance in this between it's definitely being built in certain ways uh, for 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 kids to the point that as an adult you're kind of like come on <laughs> um, but and and, but and kids you mean teenagers uh, uh, well yeah um like 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 for example there was a lot of kind of points that were very labored and there was so there was there was there was a lot of very kind of explicit dialogue where 
we've already kind of um, made the this point. has already yeah. been demonstrated, but now it's been re- repeated in case you kind of. I didn't will get it. say there might be a reason for that, and it goes back to something that we kind of feel. I think maybe Mary feels the same way as <laughs> I do. We've discussed that we have discussed. Uh, <laughs> this is the dubbed version of the film, right. and basically the dubbed and the subbed version of a Japanese animation. Uh, That's interesting. It's basically basically the dubbed version is it's done over in English again. Most uh, Japanese films, if they are of a good quality and of a high standard, they will actually re they will actually reanimate a large portion of the film, ah. uh, so that the voices sync up with the uh, mouths. So is it that they think we're stupid? But <laughs> <laughs> English dubs always just tend to put more speak. More in speak in so that we completely understand what's going on. And I don't really know yeah. why. So it's not like, for teens. It's, it's, for, it's for us. It's for, it's for no, audiences. No, no, I think it is like, I mean, I think it is a young adult mm. movie. Oh, definitely. But like yeah. in the same way that like Harry Potter and the Hunger Games or any of these giant franchises have like very universal appeal. Mm. You know, I mean, Spielberg obviously films, like... Star Wars, that's Sort of yeah, like, but obviously the tone of like a lot of the humor was like, yes, we was, get it, yeah. it's penis. <laughs> like, you know. To be fair, we didn't actually go a lot on the penis. We went a lot on the boobs. There was five shots of her just going. Yeah, <laughs> like it's very hard to do a penis through clothes. Yeah, is no, it is true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think they would have gone no, away no. with uh, but, with those jokes because we we've seen the sub. And sure, the sub is yeah. more emotional. The sub is more emotional. But Interesting. And, it, and the reason being is because they get great voice actors. Um, I know several num- uh, several of the actors uh, from interviewing, from, from other projects, stuff like that. And sometimes they get great, they get great performances out of them. Sometimes they get not as great. But the, the sub is the better one. The only problem with the sub is some people believe that it takes away from it because you have to read, so you're not properly able to just take in just the image take in while with the dub you do because it's stuck but you may lose some but of the emotional graham i mean by this logic like you must be so excited about the jj abrams live action remake that's oh coming. man that is a segue <laughs> and a half well <laughs> you, done you want to take the you want to we don't got dubs and subs i feel like this yeah. is the next logic oh, well step. i know who, like i mean i can already see who's going to be starring in it it's going to be tom holland and daisy ridley um, I, I guarantee you that's going to be who they cast. Isn't isn't Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland already in a film together? Yes, but isn't is Daisy Ridley not like significantly taller and older than Tom Holland? So not that it works the other well, way. Well, no, she's only like what three, four years older than him. Okay, like he's twenty one at the stage. Okay, he looks fourteen. To difficult, be fair. yeah, to be fair. Difficult to find someone the same age as Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, we're not entirely sure what like, age I mean, he is. I yeah. think we talked about it on the on the anniversary uh, special of the two fifty. Uh, we were like, because uh, I, I told people, I was like, yeah, they're already remaking this film in America and no one knows why. Yeah, well, money is why. Yeah. Oh, money is why. Because, yeah, Western, Western audiences. Yeah. But it's weird, this change. one. It's What I find is kind of weird is, why this one? There are a ton of Ghibli films that are years old that could be translated into a live action format and there's a name to go with them. With well, this, this is one Ghibli, of his like, first big features like that has really broken out. I'd imagine Ghibli don't want that. To, yeah. They've signed up with Disney. Happen. I mean, Spirited Away is a co-Disney production. Sure, but Ghibli is really, really weird. Yes. And I, like, and I, I love that. I say that, yeah, I say that <laughs> with like nothing but love in my heart. But those movies are odd. You know, this is... Like ultimately a teen romance, yeah, yeah. Like, um, Very, which it's so marketable. Like, there's a it, there's a been sort of like 
a sort of like with, with John Green and all these things like there's a huge resurgence of like you know give us the star-crossed lovers like nothing but they are literally star-crossed lovers literally, Sparks yeah. Yeah. so I think yeah I think that's kind of like the cultural moment that this is in but like I mean I think I've watched so much Ghibli that I kind of like forget how weird it is <laughs> yeah me too I recently re-watched Pompoko when I was sick <laughs> they jump on their balls they, it's I don't know if you guys have been exposed to Pompoko First, it's amazing it's about eight hours long it's, about, <laughs> it's not really it's no. very long it's very long it's about raccoons um, who are ancient spirits who can transform into men who are losing their powers and are fighting against uh, modern Tokyo and modern yeah. modern modern sensibilities yeah. against their ancient ways I can and see there's... Tom Holland and yeah. Daisy Ridley in that I have to say <laughs> sure but I... no that's the that's the that's the Rob Schneider one <laughs> and he plays all of them all of them <laughs> but I rewatched this when I like had a fever oh that's a terrible and idea I was just like and I really like I was just like what is going on? Wow. Like, like, it's really weird. It's, I just don't even know how you explain it. So, like, I can imagine just trying to pitch that in a Hollywood studio. <laughs> they jump on their balls. Do they use their balls to that, fly? They use their balls to fly. They use, like, their, 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 their scrotal skin. Yeah. It gets very big. But you see, you see the, the, reason, the reason being is they... Oh, so um, they to you, Ghibli, <laughs> G- Miyazaki and Ghibli were... We're so true to this ancient mm-hmm. legend about these spirits uh, who are basically raccoons. And so these stories are really weird and alien to us, but these are probably like legends kids grew up with. Like yeah, how when, we grew up with leprechauns. And again, when when they remade that as the raccoons, it was completely different. <laughs> uh, um, but so. yeah, yeah. So you can, I, I think you can see why this would be. Yeah, yeah it's more remarkable. I mean, and, like, and also, there's a twilight scene. They could say it's twilight. And <laughs> also the fact that it is literally like it is one of the most successful animated Japanese films outside of mm-hmm. Japan, right? Which to any executive looking at it goes <laughs> that that means there's an audience there. Now imagine if you just could like get the ghost people who don't go to animated and foreign films. Now imagine if they could be convinced to see this. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Like... And how do you do that? You. you you make it a live action remake and, and it's a win win for the studio who originally made this because people if people hate it people will go well what's it based on and then they'll watch it and go oh that was amazing yeah. Well, yeah. or they'll go hey this was a really great film I want to see where it comes from either way this studio will win yeah. well Sh- Shinkai has come out and said he basically doesn't care either way yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like kind of the way the Japanese studios are they either don't care and let people do it or they don't care and they don't touch it that is basically the kind of two frames of mind yeah. that they have. I mean, he's, he's actually come out and said he's not that impressed with the finished product, where, of the film, where he's like, wow. we only had two years to do it. If we had another two years, we would have made something really special. And you're like, Wait, have this? you watched Yeah, have you watched the film that you made? Like, <laughs> Are you dead inside? Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering, yeah, just like a moment ago, how long did this take to make? Because it must have taken forever. I'm surprised it was only two years. Yeah. And I, I, I can... Like, I can only imagine because what, what it would be like uh, I, can, I can tell you, because uh, I, I studied animation for several years in college, and basically it's 12 frames per second uh, is, oh. is, anim- is um, anime. In, normal, in Western animation, it's 24 frames. So a lot of people, a lot of uh, people look down on anime because it's half the work. Movement. It's half the work. So they think, oh, you're out of proportion, stuff like this. That's how um, the listeners here are the other three people squinting. Um. <laughs> and, and so this film, if you can imagine, every second takes 12 drawings. So that was an hour and, what did you say, 40 minutes? Yep. Yeah. That's, that's how long. And then you have to colour it. You have to, you have to shade. Well, you have to go shading, colouring, and 
And of course, they clearly rendered parts of it. The, the stars was a combination, I think, of animation and 3D animation, the way it looked. There's also the scene where Taki goes through time and drinks of the sake and that. And that's a completely different animation style. So that could take... I don't, I don't even know what style you'd go with that. So there's a lot of work that goes into it. It's a lot more than so, people would realize. So, Graham, what you're saying is that very few cartoons go out live because it will be in a tremendous strain on the animator's wrist. <laughs> that's a great callback to The Simpsons. <laughs> um, I feel like before we go into the, into the spoiler zone, I think we already know the answer to this one. But anyway, so would first of all, would you recommend that people go see this? Second of all, do you think it belongs on the top 250 movies of all time? So, Marianne. Yeah, emphatic yes, obviously. <laughs> Surpri- no surprise to no. us here. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. this, this is a film. Like you heard me on the podcast. I, I, I adored it because I have a weird reactionary, emotional kind of experience with films. It was one of the recent films, and when I saw it on the list, I was like, I'm so happy for them, and I really, really enjoyed this because I, I cried the first time I saw it, and I cried when I was here. So like I I, I really love this film. Big question: Is this better than Batman v Superman? <laughs> I call that yeah. the last week's podcast. I think the follow up question is: Is better than Justice League? We'll talk about that later. Uh-huh. Um, Andrew, what about yourself? Oh, absolutely. Um, this is this yeah. This is fantastic. It 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 it, it wasn't completely faultless, but I I was. I Would you go good. so far and say it wasn't faultless in their stars? No! Oh I've been sitting on that one for a good ten minutes. <laughs> Nicholas Sparks oh. called back. That was what I thought. Okay. Um, the, um, great. Uh, <laughs> no, you really just trying to thought. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, uh, the depth... In in this movie was was astonishing. Oh. The I, I feel like we could talk forever about some of the of of the themes for it, which we will try to do. That is what the second half means. Yeah, podcast where we could talk without any structure imposed on us. But then it, would, it would it would it would it would cost too much. Uh, once you go over two hours, it's like <laughs> per minute, it's just not worth it's it. It's absurd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, I I I definitely have this in the list. I'm glad it's in the list. Mm. Um, I think it's, it's it, they, like the 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 fact that it didn't really re- re- reach me um, on on unless I was. Um, doing doing, doing this podcast um, means that there there are so many people I feel who 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 should and um, um, hopefully will hopefully mm-hmm. will um, uh, see see this movie and see it before the um, the JJ Abrams. Um, oh god. So yeah, no, I'd I'd recommend it wholeheartedly. I just realized the comet is a great opportunity for lens flare. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that note, we're gonna segue. Oh, what about what you? you? What I really liked it. Uh, I'd say I'm good. I'm glad that it's on the list. I think it's great that it, it would be discovered in that way. Maybe not my favorite of, say, the Japanese animated films I've seen, but that's grand because they're a lot of them are really great. I liked it a bit less than the three people on this <laughs> podcast. We'll talk maybe a little bit about why that is when we get to the spoiler zone. Um, the answer is because Darren has no soul. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm wondering. We're, we're trying to find the, find the answer, which of which of the two of us is more dead. So. <laughs> and this, this, podcast... this, would be, this would be a point in well, I, will say, yeah. I will say, ahead of the spoiler thing, there was literally a scene that is quite heartbreaking that Darren laughed at. Yeah. What? Yeah, we'll talk about why I laughed at that when we get there. Uh, the response is it's very funny. Um, spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah. 
Okay, so with that in mind, then we'll segue gently into the spoiler zone. Spoiler zone. So, Marianne, <laughs> what is your name about for you? Oh, like... <laughs> Existentially, <laughs> or like, um, no, do, like do, what does it? What yeah, like what? What if you were to sum up the film in a sentence, or sort of what? Why does it speak to you, or what is it that it grabs about you? What is it like? If you were to tell somebody to see this movie, what would be the logic that you would use, and what is it that sort of that makes you love it so much? So no pressure. Um, yeah, so no pressure. <laughs> yeah, I think um, uh, a really great. I keep coming back to the word classic, but like classic coming of age story. With a really good twist, and since we're in the spoiler zone, I can now talk about this. As uh, Graham has mentioned, it starts off and you're like, okay, Freaky Friday, Mm. I know where I am. (laughs) And it's very much like a teen comedy. um, uh, It's a teenage girl living out in a sort of rural area of Japan, like switching bodies with a teenage boy living in Tokyo. And hijinks ensue, all kind of misunderstandings. And, you know, it's funny and it's kind of lighthearted. And then their connection is like abruptly severed, something to do with this comet that's happening. When I first saw it, I was like, ah, yes, the comet has interfered with this situation. (laughs) And obviously they're going to go try to find each other in real life. And it's going to be all like, oh, my God, where are you? And then they'll meet and it'll be lovely. But then you're like, oh, she's dead. Like, and that was like, when I first saw it again, like I went into this movie like fairly blind. Like I'd just seen some of the marketing materials. I don't think I'd even watched a trailer. So I had no idea. And that was a real gut punch. I was like... Yeah, I'm getting the feels. Yeah, and it was kind of like, oh, like this is a, a very different movie than what I thought it was going to be. It has really departed from like what I would kind of expect of this form and it's gone from something that's kind of like fun and entertaining and like very well made to you know like wow there's a lot going on and then I think like it's really like it's very much like a movie of the 2010s you know I feel like it's tapping into like a lot of anxieties about like growing up about like what's out there for young people I mean I think Japan especially is like a rapidly aging society like a lot of anxiety about traditions dying out and then obviously i think in post 2011 japan huge anxieties about natural disasters yes in fact that's exactly it's about the east japanese earthquake yeah yeah. most europeans would know is the the fukuyama disaster yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, fukushima sorry yeah um so so it's tapping into that as well and really just the fact that like something that starts off as like "Hmm, a team team comedy like kind of blossoms to encompass all this mm. like it's great and that's what i think makes it like not just a good movie a fun movie an emotional movie but really something that's like of a time and i think will endure as like this was like very much like articulated mm. the spirit of a specific time in japan yeah but but i mean even 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 the mood like i think one of the things about film is that you can go and you can look at it and obviously like great film remains relevant i think this will remain relevant as a coming of age story but it's also anchored in a very specific time like i think if you watch an, an 80s action movie as andrew's very fond of saying you can tell that it's an 80s action movie because yeah. it's engaged with certain things or if you watch some, a film from the 90s it has you know these things running through it that aren't necessarily tied to plot or even to, to theme or whatever but they're sort of simmering in the background i think that yeah a movie being a snapshot of a place is yeah and, the, the, and the, the time the, um there's some something like it, it reminds me of kind of the, the very cursory kind of 
first year philosophy look at um, uh, Eastern and specifically Japanese philosophy and their kind of um, philosophy of art and their aesthetics and the whole idea of um, of these kind of dueling dichotomies um, and again it's been so long since 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 I even looked at it but there's so it felt to me and maybe I'm completely wrong that there was so much of that in in this movie these dichotomies that they set up and that they explore in such a kind of an artful way like the timefulness but also the timelessness of it and the 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 idea of um of unity but also like um identity and the the and, and and kind of like memory and forgetting and mm-hmm. and and the kind of reality and 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 the 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 ideal or the, the kind of dreams and waking and all all, all, all of these kinds of things. I mean, it's, it's worth noting the film does weave in that idea of being both timeless and timely in terms yeah. of it. Yeah. It's a love story that is at once timeless in that it, it literally stretches across time mm. and space, but it's also timely in that it's anchored in a particular event that occurred and everyone yeah. can point to a calendar and say this is exactly when this event of the story took place. You can also, if you look at it in a, kind of a different way, it's almost like a summer, a, a, a summer love type scenario, you know, where... He's looking back on like a time when he was with this girl. They knew everything about each other. They had, but they only had a limited time together. And, and then, then she got hit by a meteor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've had that happen to me. I think, twice. I think that's a universal experience. Yeah. Really. and it, like just kind of the metaphorical thing that I saw was, you know, they had this wonderful time together. They really learned. They they learned so much about each other in this very short amount of time. But then, kind of like any young love, they drifted apart, and it wasn't until they meet each other by happenstance when they're older just like they remo- they remember they remember that there was like an incredible love and incredible passion there for each other like, do they remember or do they just do, sense don't, vaguely I believe don't, they don't do that to me because no, 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 they, no, they remember I'd like to they, think they remember this, this is this uh, is Darren being heartless isn't they, it <laughs> I, I mean it, it is it is corny but I am corny uh, it, it's, it's I'm corny it's, right there with you it's about the the, the kind of enduring irresistible um, power of um, I love. suppose you could say love yeah, yeah. Um, that and, is the power and, of love well, that, no like and, and it's difficult to even kind of say that without uh, uh, sounding like I say very very corny yeah. but but the, this this is very sincere and I feel like the, there's a kind of a tendency amongst us to, to hope for for an interesting ending and, and to feel that, oh, the, that it was a cop-out in some way. And I believe it absolutely wasn't. I, no. I've, 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 it was very important for it to end that way. And I've, 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 it's, it, it made the point quite well. Yes, yes, it was um, a little bit corny for some people's tastes, even for my own, but... I, I can't really fault it. It had earned it had earned that it had, cor- yeah, yeah. It had earned that corniness. I don't think they remember each other. Uh, that's <gasps> like but I also think that's that doesn't matter. But I think yeah, I think it's that's also kind of this <coughs> thing of like yeah. yeah, you can have these very intense romances when you're a teenager mm. and like have this feeling of like oh my god, no one understands me better than this person. Like you know, we're so entwined in each other's lives. Literally. Then you meet as adults and you're like, you're a different person, mm-hmm. and I'm a different person. It's been eight years. And that's a really, but like that's also something kind of beautiful and profound, and the idea that like you can still 
reconnect again like oh this idea of like time and distance that you can still reconnect over that and maybe there's something there's a literal red thread yeah like there's something enduring even if you don't really remember what it was that that yeah that's a very good point that that, like like there's something um like more powerful than memory there's there's some kind of ineffable sort of like force between them whether they remember each other or not mm. because and it transcends even time and space yeah yeah like interstellar i knew i, I feel like that needed to be brought up did this did this do the whole love is better love transcends time and space better than interstellar did? no but i'm gonna be the only person on the podcast who feels this yeah way. i think so because I, I think they so. did yeah, I, I think they I'm did i'm gonna be the only person who feels that way in the podcast but i would feel that yes like that was my issue uh with the movie if if we're getting the Darren being heartless out of the way first, <laughs> and I'm being very apologetic and conciliatory because I admit I have no heart. Apologetically heartless. But what, what the issue was for me was when I was watching it, as soon as he began looking for her, I immediately twigged what had happened. I figured this is a far, 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 far superior adaptation of The Lake House. Oh. Which is the movie where Keanu Reeves is Sandra Bullock, Sandra Bullock connect through yes. letters that travel through time. I would and like to think the, the the director of this did not see that. <laughs> it's it's a much better version of that. But like the the issue is that I, I think had, that was was that Nicholas Yeah, that Sparks? yeah. Uh, that's no, weird. I don't know. That was, I don't it know. What it was. Oh, okay. There, I, I'm 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 not certain, but I feel like it was it was one of those kind of like um, okay. uh, what do you call it? Young adult. Novels, uh, yeah, the YAs. I think so. as, they, as they call them these days. <laughs> the what? The YAs? The YAs, the young adults. Yeah. Okay, hold on. they call them? I, even, I don't get why they call them that. I mean, like, does that technically mean that back in when we were teenagers and that, and we were young, uh, Harry Potter counts as a YA? Well, it's yeah, less, Harry it's Potter less is, patronizing. It's a, a YA, yeah. Yeah, it's just less patronizing to call them young adults as opposed to teenagers. I think. Uh, but YA like, has its own. Well, YA has its own tropes. Loaded like, connotations. Like, hey, you you clearly love Fifty Shades of Grey, so you're a YA fan, a YA fan. But like Twilight is considered a YA, no, game. and loads of people. No one likes can... being called what they are. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, no, I mean, are, um, YA is the genre. We yeah. don't like. I don't think you called the folks. Maybe. You're like, ah, you're folks. YA. <laughs> like, I'm, sorry, I'm, YA. I'm frantically working the fact machine here, but I'm really frustrated by the fact that there have been several novels called The Lake House. One of which written by J.K. Rowling, the other one being a science fiction horror written by James Patterson. I'm fairly sure these did not serve as the basis of Who knows? the Vienna's. So I'll get back to you in a moment with that. Who knows? Um, yeah, there, there's... Quick, let's knock down his whole episode of, feeling right now while he's doing this. There's yeah. an episode of How Did This Get Made, I think, about the lake house. There is, and yeah. it is hilarious. It is, but it is so funny. The, the lake house is not a good film, to no. be absolutely clear. And the fact that this... But the fact that you're comparing it to it is not a good okay, thing. Okay, but the fact that this, this does it better is... Like, this takes that story and actually does it well is great mm. but it means that I felt like a lot of the, the plot developments that were supposed to be groundbreaking were supposed to be sort of like shocking me to my core mm. I'd seen countless times before like there was even like a Star Trek Deep Space Nine episode where it's like oh we're connecting this person over the radio oh by the way she died three years ago like it, it's a common the, science fiction mm. trope but I don't the, think the film's trying to be groundbreaking yeah. or no, no, shocking yeah. but I feel like it's meant to be a twist that really hits you and I'm like yeah. I, the moment that I figured out where I was going and like that was the thing with the movie as it went on what I would do is I would literally at every emotional point this is why I laughed when I did it's not not just because <laughs> I'm a heartless person because I understood that the movie's setup was going to be up until the end what you do is you ask what is the worst possible outcome of this situation given the information that either I have or the movie's given me so like when it's clear that it's a relationship that transcends space and time my mind went immediately to oh by the way she's already dead 
Um, and then I was like, oh, she's already dead. And then it was like, okay, we're going to write down each other's names on our hands. Mm. And it's like, okay, so he writes something on hers. He writes, I love you, by the way, which is not his name and also completely impractical from an organizational standpoint. <laughs> but she begins to write her name. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that she's going to... That's a very funny moment. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> she's going to disappear before she can finish it. And it's like, bam, the shot of the pen hitting the ground. I'm like, yes, that's exactly what happened. And then he wakes up and he remembers her name. And he's like, I remember her name. I'm going to keep saying her name. I'm not going to forget her name. Like, dude, the pen is on the ground beside you. Yeah. If you took these 30 seconds to write her name, name down, down, you maybe wouldn't it forget would it. It would fade away into his skin, as we've seen. That doesn't work. Like, uh, I will also say... I, I don't want to be heartless, because I actually but, I liked it a lot. Yeah, but it, I mean, it does feel like you didn't let yourself like enjoy this film. Like, it feels it. like you analysed it to the point where you were dissecting scenes as they were happening, not allowing them to kind of wash over this you. Is, this is a similar discussion to, I think, Andrew had yeah, a Blade discussion Runner with, Jay 2049. with Blade Runner, where Andrew's criticism was, Jay didn't like Blade Runner 2049, and the reason he didn't like it was because all the stuff in it he thought was horrendously predictable. And Andrew's argument was that Jay had simply seen too many movies, and it's sort of... Yeah, I think you're on that road as well. You've seen too you're many things. You're on the road things. to Jay, my friend. Yeah. 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 You've, you've, you've seen and analysed too much. Because um, I didn't think it was pretty well, good. Well, I mean, it's useful. But it can be detrimental when you're watching films. Like say, An- analysis is... Um, I, I don't know if I'm using the right word, but... but um, um, it's kind of it's key evolution. It, it's yeah, it, but it's 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 been no, able to to analyze things, but also kind of synthesize things. Mm. They're actually just kind of like step, step into them and <laughs> be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm 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 in this rather than than I suppose always be, being outside this because this is like make no mistakes a very conventional movie, sure. and you can totally mm. kind of pick it apart on the, the on the on the beats. That it makes, and there, like there, there's structures there that 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 have been used before. There's no um, raccoons with. Uh, <laughs> flying on we'll, we'll get to that film. Don't worry, we'll get to that film. But I will say, actually, the dub did seed a bit more oh, okay. information. Yeah. You watch the about, you watch the sub, and it's... like they actually mention something about a comet happening, like in the past. Yeah. in his timeline or even even his yeah. reaction to the comment where she's like yeah. you should see the comment in time and yeah he's like, like what yeah th- i don't think i don't think that's no, i can't though. remember it's been like, like a, uh, a, but, it's been a few months but i will say like when like uh, the first time i watched it, i'm smarter I, than most westerners <laughs> I, I did when i did see the twist i was like oh okay like yeah i wasn't like oh my god so original like obviously no it no yeah, no i was the same but I, I think it was more that I was like I thought I was watching a different movie yeah like, like when that happened of, it was just like oh there's a new layer to this yeah That's it's what I like you know it wasn't like this is like an incredible twist it was more like oh this has suddenly gotten quite more, a bit yeah, darker interesting yeah, yeah it's, like, it's like the fact that it was going away you thought oh they're going to meet uh, yeah. I did think at that point it was like why haven't they given each other their numbers and then the you have that scene and then and then he tries to meet her. She tries to meet him, and and how they how they framed how she went to Tokyo first mm. three years ago, the day before the meteor happened, and that's the first scene of the film. But you don't realize it until later in the film when you actually get to see the full scene play out of her going yeah. to Tokyo. She actually meets him, and he doesn't recognize. He doesn't know her yet because it three year in three years he will meet her. Yeah. And mm. it's because love and is so a force that transcends yeah. time and, then, and space, Graham. And then, I know, like Interstellar. And I liked. <laughs> 
you're really on an interstellar thing today, yeah. aren't you? Um, and then the fact that you find out, why did she cut her hair? And then you find out, oh, it's because technically her boyfriend was really shitty to her, like, technically the first time they met. There's there's an odd sense of Doctor Who in this. Yeah. That is, like, there are two or three storylines from Doctor Who that have that feel to have inspired this. Uh, the, I don't the relationship think between Rivers. I don't, I, like, to be clear, I don't think it's oh, a no, direct no, 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 I, I know. I think this was, like, I mean, you could say the relationship between River Song and uh, the Doctor. Yeah, but it, I'm, not, I'm not saying there's any direct influence or plagiarism. No, you're clearly telling them. No, you're clearly saying that Kelly clearly Leaves has a, has, a, has a thing here where you could sue them. No, that's, that's, no, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't any of those things. It was that episode of Deep Space Nine. And also the lake house. But anyway, Which also had a lake and a dog. There's a dog in this. See, yeah, see, just plagiarism. Dogs are in movies quite a lot. Yeah. Like, and none of them are made by Rob Schneider. Especially, especially anime films. You know, so that yeah. dogs are like like a, an emotional beat sure. that you need to have. Yeah. But the funny thing is, when, when we watched a movie that didn't do the things that movies generally do, and it, it was... What is this uh, film? I'm so excited. As, as stalker. Yeah. We were just kind of left like, what is happening? I think, I think the argument that we had when we watched Stalker was like yeah. we appreciated it not doing things that other movies do we just would have appreciated it doing good? anything at all oh. yeah and, and and a lot a lot of people yes like, we got understandably upset yeah yeah well not a lot of people because a lot of people don't care <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, can I ask and I don't know if we've actually really talked about this we talked about the film we talked about the quality of the animation the, the varying themes and that can we talk about the characters? Like, do you think the characters are strong enough that you can talk about them? Because I, I loved Mizuha and I, I love Taki. Like, the two of them together, especially when they switch bodies, are really funny, especially in the beginning with how Mizuha is when he is at the restaurant. That, that was a lovely uh, whole collection of scenes. Um, what I, li- I liked about it, like, because I, I feel like I've been overly cynical in me. So it, no. uh, it's actually, it's beautiful and stuff like that. But one of the things I really liked about its storytelling was the fact that when they started swapping bodies... What you didn't get was you didn't get the obligatory Freaky Friday scenes. You got a bit of, oh, I've got boobs and a penis. Uh, not a, at the same time. There were a few. Which to be fair, everyone would do. But, but, you, all, but yeah. you have like day this one, montage. Day feel my boobies. Day, day two, two, feel my boobies. Day three. Day three, day three go back to the boobies. Um, but you also have like, when, when the movie gets into the rhythm of it. Well, first of all, I like how it tells, it starts out by telling the story in flashback. So it's mm. like you wake up with her after he's been in her yeah, body. Which yeah. is very great. It's a very clever way of telling yeah. this particular yeah. story because it catches you off guard a little bit but even like later on once it becomes clear what's happening they figure out what's happening quite quickly and you get them figuring out how to communicate with each other mm. you get to see them becoming more comfortable in each other's lives in each other's skins in each other's skins thank you Graham no problem you get to see them basically playing off one another in a montage that's structured very cleanly and very efficiently so you have like even stuff like you stop spending all my money in food why the hell are you working so many yeah. shifts because you're spending all my money in food which would be like a major like third act climax yeah. in like a major American like Freaky Friday remake yeah. whereas in here it's just like this is this is like we've, we've got the genre we understand how it works this is one of the things that happens yeah. there, there, there is a moment like well after um, I, I assume everyone has figured out that it's a Freaky Friday situation (laughs) where she basically says oh my god this is a Freaky Friday situation not in those words but it's like like we're switching bodies I think there's like a built in series of time where both of them are like this is a dream like this is a dream that's happening that's why she's eating so much um, I mean, well, also it's his body. Yeah, and it's his money. I feel like I would, if it was happening to me, I would spend a, a good bit of time being like, "It's a dream." Yeah. Um, 
No, but I did like that they didn't dwell too much on like the cringe comedy yeah. aspect of yeah. like, oh, you don't know how my life works. Like, I don't particularly enjoy that kind of comedy, and yeah. I really like. And what is enjoyable is watching them learn how to navigate each other's. Lives. Like, I liked how they they skipped the trope of oh god, my it's not my body, it's it's it, it's a girl's body, uh, and I just wrote three lines down: do not shower, do not <laughs> do not bathe. You are not allowed to look. Yeah. Now like, those no three touching. lines, yeah. those three lines just skipped what could be 20 minutes of really cringeworthy comedy yeah. that we have seen yeah. multiple times across decades. Yeah, I mean, there was so a was... fair amount of that. Yeah. But there wasn't... You see, the thing is, I think they, 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 they towed the line wonderfully. And I think that's because the, the Misaha and her family, especially her little sister, was just so pinpointed on how they reacted whenever they saw her acting weird. Yeah. This is like the sister, Grandma, she's touching her boobs again. I love that. Really? I love that. Like, I love. For some reason, Japanese animation always has great little sisters. They really do. <laughs> they just, you, can, you can go back to my neighbor Totoro. Yeah, they just have the little sister On down. But I love that. I, I particularly love that relationship yeah. in the film because, the, like, really, when you have a little sister, no matter what you're doing, she's like so weird <laughs> like so like so you can yeah. actually, body swapping <laughs> but you can actually kind of like see like see that exasperation of just like oh she's being weird again and it would never yeah. cross your mind that there's body swapping <laughs> I love the scene where she's just like she's finally lost it I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm walking to school by myself yeah. this morning <laughs> I like that it's like tomorrow morning we'll deal with that one. it's like this um, yeah, executive decision great little sister yeah. I do love as well, like, and this kind of ties in with like anime not being afraid of like taking space, like focusing on details, is that you get little details about the supporting characters, yeah. which in turn helps like obviously flesh out the main characters. I mean, we get little details about like Tessie's life and his relationship with his father. Like we don't really you don't need to know. You don't really need to know that the mayor is corrupt. Like there's just a lot of little beats like that where you're like, this is nice like mm. you know you're kind of getting and again it's just like more texture in the world and yeah well there's, yeah this is that. a place that feels lived in and has been fully sort of thought of yeah. it and processed yeah. and like and which is one of the things I like is that when when a director or writer has clearly put a lot of thought into the world that he's, he's building and stuff like that yeah. we talk maybe we might talk in the future about like Heat where Michael Mann would write eight page biographies for like one shot background so cool. characters <laughs> like Danny Trejo's guy who, who you know spoiler maybe doesn't meet a good end or do a lot <laughs> over the course of the film but like there's a lot of that here where you get a sense that like there are these dynamics and relationships yeah. that exist that aren't maybe entirely fleshed out, yeah. but there, there's enough there that you get, you can connect the dots and you can sort of see how the yeah. characters are. It feels like a real world. Yeah. There's a particular yeah. scene that is early in the film, the uh, the sake ritual, that yes. is clearly a, a, an annual ritual for for Misaha and her family, and it's wonderfully choreographed, and it doesn't need to be there, but it serves you know it serves a purpose towards the end of the film. But it's just it's wonderful that lays how she feels about her school, how she feels about her friends how she feels about just people in school that are just kind of judging her for what yeah. she well, does it's also thematically related to the idea of something that's been inside another person's mm. body and forging connections yeah like then, there's yeah there's a lot of weird i've been inside you dialogue which would be there creepy is, in any you other have to, yeah. i mean the problem is was that in the in the soap yeah, as well? it was, it was, it was yes. yeah. but the thing is i think i think animation and i think this is uh, i think from Jap japan they um they they go they go for it if it's going to sound weird it's because it probably is weird like saying those lines uh, western uh, films and western media might try to downplay kind of or downplay it or go around it but the point is they have been inside each other they are 
they've been a part of each other's lives for however long it was that they were together. I mean, I, I don't really know how long it's it was. They keep it fairly ambiguous, yeah. which kind of I feel like works. Month, I feel like yeah. a few months. Yeah. Luckily, the diary doesn't have years in it when they open it. Yeah. It's also quite handy, I suspect. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, like, 2013. Oh, it's 2016. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do like that there isn't there is no like shying away from kind of like the more mystical elements yep. of it. Yeah. It's like we're just gonna have a chat about the nature of time right now. <laughs> yeah. Like but I think that is also like reflective of a culture that are where so yeah. spirituality is much more built they in talk about it a lot. to everyday life. Though again, like that is something I think that's like fading and you get that explored in the film I think that's like, why the, I think that's why Japanese film especially anime try so hard to have all this tra- all these traditions and these ancient stories and that pushed against the modern era because they are losing well, it well, I mean you, you say that as if like that isn't a universal thing well we talked about like Song of the Sea for example oh, sure. the Irish one from sure. Cartoon Salon which I, I, I haven't seen that so uh, I may be part of the problem with but, that but I recorded but, it but it was on was Phil it? 4 recently so I'm going to get to it Cartoon Salon if you're listening don't no, no, send no, it's because Niall might be listening and he might be screaming at this right now but um, <laughs> no but it, it does have that same sort of conflict between like old magical Ireland and the modern world where mm. you have this sort of encroaching civilization sure but I think it's like it's not a thing where we're like oh we still have like temples to our ancestors just well, scattered around our streets stuff, right? yeah, yeah but do. it's not quite a, it's okay. like it's like sorry. also japan is much bigger yeah. oh, no, no, <laughs> it's not like i mean obviously like yes this is sort of an anxiety that affects everyone i mean it's the word anxiety a lot um but um but yeah i think it is a thing in where it's just like much more part yeah. oh. of the day-to-day whereas like we kind of like we have our history which yeah. is like really like a sort of a distant past yeah. like thing. a lot of their video and games and the Catholic well. church sort of in the middle <laughs> yeah. of that like, you know what I mean yeah. it's not like it's not as everyday but I mean I think they also do a good job I mean like you have these characters who are just the kids from her school who are like what are you doing that's <laughs> weird it's so weird and old yeah this weird oh. ritual like that there is that sentiment but they've lost it as well. but it is a bit different I mean in all Miyazaki stuff there's it's a very always. but it's also like it, there's a conflict I mean the man is nature not, and man not a live together we do, have, we do have scrotum riding raccoons yeah. attacking oh, it's not the yeah. only film it's, it's not the only but film. I mean, there is a lot of like you know conflict, yeah between the city and nature and like the modern era and spirituality those things are often in conflict in studio ghibli's movies mm. here it was i felt there it was more kind of like there is the possibility for these things it still to exists. Coexist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just don't you forget because like who knows it might save us town from a meteor yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> the, the meteor is, has been around, what, 1,200 years? Yeah, 1,200 years. Which is enough years. to link, like, this old, forgotten, yeah. like, the, the grandmother talking about how, like... The, and you see the, the family, town, it's the an town, old family. The town was burnt down and nobody knows why, and, you yeah. know, sort of, but they mm. preserve the rituals even though they don't understand them. And I quite like that that's basically the movie saying, well, don't think too hard about the logic of why this is happening, just go with it. But it's also I, this thing I of, like... I disagree with that. Okay. I, no, no I, 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 feel, I feel like it, it's not... They're not... Re- drawing the same distinction that we would make I don't think between the natural and the supernatural in the same way that there's not the the, the same rigid distinction between kind of um, uh, being kind of like awake or asleep and 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 yeah, and like like I, th- well, I the feel twilight like hour. Yeah, yeah, the mm-hmm. twilight, which is the golden hour, the magic the space, hour, the space between mm-hmm. the two where they overlap. Yeah. Yeah. This is exactly what I kind of mean about like a different sense of like 
like what spirituality is maybe spirituality is the wrong word but yes this idea of like the idea of these spirits ancestors supernatural things are more like built into the day-to-day life and there's less of a thing of like this is one thing that exists over here and then there's the modern world there's more integration and they're kind of like playing with the boundaries of that and like sometimes one encroaches more on the other or the boundaries become more permeable, mm. but like they're always there together. You know, it's like one doesn't depend on the other. But I think this idea, like specifically of the this ritual being like we do this ritual even though we don't remember what it is, speaks to the main theme of the movie, which is even if you don't remember, something tangible still exists yeah. that connects us. Yeah. Like it shows like, when when yeah. he is on the train at the end of the film, and just person walks by and he just he just immediately like turns it's like it's instinct it's like there's something drawing him immediately to her yeah and i i that's the reason why i love this film is just like the the love is it's just it's just so so uh permeable between the two of them if i'm using the word right and i think i'm using the word wrong tangible tangible thank you <laughs> what does permeable mean permeable means it can like, stuff can soak through it yeah never mind never yeah. mind that was a terrible <laughs> word i'm so what sorry what exactly is soaking through their love grain <laughs> Saki, <laughs> regurgitated Saki, so, regurgitated Saki, which apparently is it's a ta- it seems like it's a taboo to drink that. Soaking through your love is the name of your your, <laughs> your rock album. band. Your it is. Band. I uh, did a lot of songs with Rob Schneider. Uh, He's right, not just an animal. But yeah, you're you're right about the well, the, the Saki's there as a ritual offering. It yeah. seems. Um, and um, go oh, ahead. sorry, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Um, and 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 I think it's an important cultural point to make that doesn't really get made in enough in western cinema and sometimes when it does get made it's it's it it's it's made in such a way that it's kind of easy to be sniffy about it is the whole fact that we live in a very kind of physicalist kind of materialist mm. where worldview where 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 we in the 21st century we we have this i guess i mean you you can argue forward and back but um that, that there's this kind of arrogance that we figured everything out and, and that there aren't um, there, uh, things outside of, you know, atoms and uh, When Alexander, and saw, the, <laughs> when Alexander saw the breadth of his domain, he wept for there were no more worlds to conquer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, and we, like, um, I, I suppose there, there's, there's, there's a lot of ways, there's, there's a lot of fields in which, in which we, 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 feel that way kind of have, having kind of our, our, our world is is dominated by um these mature sciences where 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 we and like i think as a society have have, have stopped believing in certain things and then you can you can of course you can have a certain argument about like well we probably have stopped believing them because they they don't exist or, or, or there's nothing behind them i think there's a kind of a yearning in people um, to believe in some of these things like like love or like in okay some, I was worried in, you were going to say homeopathy but that's or, okay. or, <laughs> or in something well yeah I mean, I mean there, there's there's a lot of kind of charlatans and there's a lot of kind of abuse of of of, 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 of appeal yeah. to super the supernatural or um, superstition and, and and all of these sorts of things but I think there's there is um, there there is an interesting counterpoint I think to be made to the kind of prevailing view that we have of the world. Sure. Yeah, this yeah. is yeah, this is a it's lovely. Like, it would be nice if we could still kind of believe in these kind of things and that, you know, um, some things are like 
it's almost like destiny almost brought them together to not only to not only be together but to also save her town because um, he like he did he changed he changed the course of history there are 500 people uh, in the world in the now world. that weren't before yeah mm. uh, who knows what that will do to the world because they always like you know every kind of sci-fi well, let's, let's not goes, get Terminator on this okay? well, I'm not saying that. <laughs> let's, let's not go like branching timelines well he is John Connor at the very end <laughs> At the very end, I was like, but wait, if they erase the timeline where the city is destroyed and he was trying to stop the city destroyed, can he possibly remember? And I was like, it doesn't matter. But he didn't it's a, remember. It's a, it's a destiny yeah. thing. It's an idea that these two people are bound. Well, he no does. But the, really film, remember, the yeah. film points it out. He doesn't remember. Uh, he knows he was drawn he to, okay. he yeah. was drawn to it, but, yeah. okay. uh, which, which seems to have influenced him becoming an architect. Yeah, he's like, I went through a weird period of being obsessed with this disaster and I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. They, and even yeah. his friends don't really remember why. Yeah. They like they don't even mention, there was a girl and you didn't know her name. None of them bring it up. Almost as if it, their older, older memories were manipulated to the point to make it that, dude, you were just, you had a weird phase where you found this disaster. You were really interested about it for some reason. Um, and like, that's what, I think that's the point where they bring back his, his old, uh, his old crush. She goes, mm. yeah, you had this weird thing. Um, By the way, I'm married now. I'm married now. Yeah. Why is that important? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Um, I feel like this is a really awkward a, thing to bring up at the I end of like our the, meeting. What I did like, though... Like, points at it. Yeah. The camera points at it. The camera makes it... The camera... Yeah, she shines. You get an insert she, she of it. She pans her hand like slowly across Look the shot. Look what you almost <laughs> could have had. Honey. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and uh, like I'm just waving down a taxi on this pedestrian walkway. Uh, um, and what I thought was lovely, uh, Marion pointed out, was how they, they fleshed out the supporting cast. When he's looking for the town, when he's looking for Atomi, uh, the the two uh, people who join him, it feels like they're having a meet cute. <laughs> Because they are like really like connecting and bonding while he is trying to find it. Told me, such an ungrateful ass. He didn't want them to come. There was a bit where they were like, uh, you know, are you going to give up? And it's like, after all we've done, he's like, you guys haven't done anything. And I'm like, just punch him in the face and leave (gasps) him there. Um, But they didn't do anything. They provided emotional support. He didn't need it. He He very clearly needed it. No, he didn't want it though. He very clearly needed it. Grand. That's that is like, but that is friends. That that is what friends do. If you don't want it, if your friends may know you do need it, but he didn't know he wanted it or needed it. But no, it was just it was friends are an unwanted interest. Yes, and they only punched in the face as pure private world. No, the the I really am a heartless monster. Before I don't I don't want to I don't want to end on this. So I, so 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 I'm going to throw it in now, hope, hoping that this won't be the end of the up. podcast, that it won't end in 30 seconds. Um, we should know. We should know that, that uh, Andrew had to go to the toilet uh, oh, no. 30 seconds before the film ended, kind of, not kind of, ruining the emotional beat of. And in oh. fairness, Andrew held it in for a good half, half an, an hour. hour, forty minutes. I'm sorry, but I, 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 I met someone recently who said they held that held a, a bathroom break in for five hours. That's so what were they watching? Really they weren't watching anything. They were at a uh, it was a cameraman that I had for uh, his name is Paul Harney, and he was a cameraman for. <laughs> no, I just thought it's nice to drop a name for. Like, if you ever need somebody with stamina who won't need to go to the bathroom for five and a half hours, you said, can hire Paul. He just said what, to me that uh, <laughs> he just said to me that uh, he was basically at a cat he was at an event, he was recording stuff, and they would not let him leave. Like apparently no one was allowed to leave the area. And so he was there for five hours. So I'm sorry, but half an hour. 
Well, right. not enough. Look, we don't know how long Andrew was holding it. I feel like we all... He said half an hour. We, I, we maybe projected on Darren, him. Darren, Darren We all started to pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, we were like, Andrew is not having a good time. Yeah. Don't know if it's the movie. <laughs> movie or like, outside influence. Uh, but he was literally... And in fairness, I think it mainly ruined things for Darren. Like, obviously, it was already... Yeah, we've seen the film before. Yeah, it. it was already ruined for Andrew. It was obviously having a terrible time. <laughs> well, it was already ruined for Darren because of that episode of Deep Space Nine. Yeah. And, and also the that, lake house. And also, also that episode of Voyager where we're saying nine and, and the Doctor, Doctor Switch bodies and um, yeah, but I mean it was an cake. incredible timing. It, it was fantastic. But to be fair, and Andrew made Brought this point down. when 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 we kind of brought it up with him afterwards, a sort of like movie going editor. He was like, you know, well. It had built to several crescendos before. <laughs> that is true. There was really, like, there's no sense that he could be absolutely 100% so certain this is that the there end. wouldn't be another meteor strike oh, or something. Oh, you meant the movie built to several crescendos. <laughs> 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 I was like, what? Marion. Come on, Marion. Um, this would be more appropriate if we were talking about, like, the thing or some sorry, kind of body. Andrew, Andrew, where were you going? Yeah, was this the point you wanted to bring up? Surely. Where was it going with this? That's a very good question. Oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about the things I didn't like about the movie. Yeah. Okay. So, right so, at the end of so, the so, so I spent I, most of the movie so, wanting to go so, to the bathroom. So, no. <laughs> and there was a, a, a one point where I thought I was going to be sick, but it was nothing to do with the movie. That's nothing to do with the movie, and we all saw I it. Feel, it was like, I feel amazing now. Um, <laughs> so, um... But I, I want to talk about some of the things I didn't like about the movie, just so I don't like conclude on them, which hopefully we won't. Um, so no the, pressure other three people. Yeah, uh, exactly. You, uh, you'll need to talk some more after. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, the um, these songs in it, I, I I really didn't like, and that's just my taste. By the, the rap the, 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 the movie started, and there was this whole kind of um, montage, montage uh, uh, when, when they ran the credits, and it's like, <laughs> I hate this song, Next and I hope I don't hate this movie as much as I hate this song, because it's not good, but maybe it would grow on me, I don't know. Um, we had two more chances. I, 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 I have a... a I don't particularly like J-pop or K-pop, but I know with other genres of music that sometimes it's a matter of being exposed and discovering mm. like the difference between good and bad um, iterations of that genre. So that was one thing I didn't like, but maybe I, I, I just mm. need to listen well, to more J-pop, which I hope isn't the case. While, <laughs> at some point when myself, uh, Marianne and Graham were alone, uh, possibly unrelated to the story that you told earlier, we were discussing how in the Japanese version of the film, those songs are all in Japanese as opposed to English. Yeah, it's the same right. song. It's the same song. Uh, and the more I think about it after the second viewing, those are I feel like those are act breaks. Those are the beginning of the film, the middle of the film, and the final act of the film. They are. They're also, I mean, the Radwimps, from what I'm told, are a big deal in Japan. Oh, are they? And those are kind of like pre-built music videos. Yeah, they um, really are. You can just... Um, I am, I mean, inject that sugary pop punk Please. straight into my veins. Like I, I loved it. It's especially said, great on the big screen. I don't, like, I do think like that does jar me out, a bit of, mm. out of it a bit as well, mm. just because that's not like what I'm used yeah. to in like the format film. of how movies work yeah. but yeah no I mean like fair point like no that is a good point and the thing is the reason why I thought it was a bit weird it felt like an anime opening like an anime sure. cartoon like a well, series because it, it not has like an anime shots film. from things like... that you're about to see yeah like a lot of the shots in the opening credits were taken from later in the later movie later in the film yeah like that. and because that's what I was like when I was watching it my first instinct was are we 
are we sort of seeing like a pre- is this a previously on like no, no no but is this like a to bring us up to speed with where the characters are now like so are we supposed to pick from this that she's had a life of like ritual and then I'm like wait why is she suddenly 25 um, and it was <laughs> you, only when it the- was like a music video it was like if, if um, uh, like where where where, where, where well, you know those old music videos where you would have like, like uh, Michelle Pfeiffer yeah, yeah Men <laughs> in Black or was or, it Coolio's Dangerous Minds where or, Michelle yeah, Pfeiffer would show up Sliding Door is it yeah yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she turned the chair and sat down. Which reminds me, a lot of a lot of this movie, a lot of sliding doors actually. Which are, the, the, there's you realize that's the kind of culture of Japan. No, right? no but there's this recurring image, this recurring shot that occurs yes, throughout the film yeah. of doors being open. You get this low angle shot of the door either opening or closing like, mm. from the view within the rail, which is interesting. I sort of wondered, was that a point of like this crossing over? So obviously, this idea of the twilight hour, Possibly. or even like the crossing yeah. between you know him and her, or whatever. Or, or did anybody have any sort of thoughts on that? You see, the thing is, I, I'm so. I, I, I just know that just Japanese, the Japanese have sliding doors, yeah. so I did not feel that way. But that is definitely something you could, like oh. the way you say, the way you frame that now. That actually looking back, could the way totally I be door frame. Another that, another know. thing is those sliding doors are serious. Okay, that's my point. Leaving you now, do okay. not mess around <laughs> with sliding doors on um, public uh, transport. Uh, yeah, it, it, here if um, people all the time. <laughs> Are, try, are, 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 are thinking what? I'll just put my arm in in, in, in this sliding door that I, 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 we're, your I was, lives have was, just been painted by so much I was in I was in Tokyo and we were supposed to be going to um, I think it was Kyoto and there there was like a I don't know if it was a Shinkansen or if it was something else, but I was I, I, I figured it's fine we're running a little late I'll just run ahead. I'll I'll put myself oh, no. in the door. Oh no! And and, and it it was it was not what it it, it, was, it was it was like how painful. far did you go? It, was, it, it felt like the door was trying to kill me, <laughs> and uh, and I was like, okay, obviously because Marion will get this. She's also been to Japan. This is a big cultural <laughs> misunderstanding. <laughs> No, I've been to Asia. Oh, okay. I, like uh, sorry, I thought you'd said you'd no, been to Japan. No, but I mean, I was about to ask, did your body split into two different timelines? <laughs> <laughs> Are you Gwyneth Paltrow? Did you, did you start hearing some music from Aqua? Yeah. Oh. Outside so their it's established like It's literally mode? a portal. How between... different my life would have been if I had gotten on that train. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I would um, still be there in... Yeah. Uh, God, I forgot about Aqua. <laughs> um, Barbie Girl is a classic. I will not hear it denigrating on this Dr. podcast. Jones. <laughs> but anyway, um, so Andrew, so, what else didn't you like about it? While well, we're getting this out of the way, yeah. So I, I before, before the end. a lot of door trauma. <laughs> <laughs> every, every time that shot appeared, Andrew was like, "This oh, is going to end poorly." That is definitely why he kept tensing. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> we're really just throwing him under the meteor tonight, aren't we? <laughs> Another another thing I didn't like was some not very many but some shots uh, kind of spoiled the overall beauty of this for me and it, it was a matter of taste. Some of them kind of reminded me of those kind of shots of like a sunset with um, like a blonde woman on like a horse with, with like a sword <laughs> that you would see like in I don't oh, know like some these, nightmares. Oh, I know these like. F- 
I know exactly what you those like fantasy posters yeah. where it's like there's a dolphin with a dragon on its exactly. back and also a galaxy I'm and sorry what sea, dragon have you what dragon and the sea is planets oh, exactly like that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you talking, about, dragon the, are you talking about the dream sequence in particular or are you talking just in general like no no so, and some, I love the dream sequence some of, yeah, me some too. of, some of the like uh, a, a lot of the shots where oh, where they were running across they, the landscape and the sun was some of them yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I know right. exactly the aesthetic you're talking about yeah. and it did just lean into Jar. like too much guys like, yeah. a little bit <laughs> listen yeah. you've got my heart you've got my heart you, you can leave it there exactly yeah. yeah. it's just like some some bits are just like well this is absurdly pretty I love one that one like, this, this is your name this is too it's pretty too pretty at some life point. is not too pretty yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But the, if that's, I mean, like, if that's really all you all you take away from it negatively, that's that's kind of fantastic. Well, oh no, no, he has more. Well, oh, does yeah, he have more? Oh, balls. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, not not really. They're, they're, like there, 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 there wasn't there wasn't too much. I mean, mm. there's probably things, there are criticisms that people can make are mm. things that might have made people feel uncomfortable, like the the proliferation of sexy sexy teens. Okay, hold on. Let's go back there. Sexy, sexy teens. <laughs> no, no. The, 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 of course, I like that. No. <laughs> were, there, I mean, were there sexy, the, sexy teens? It is a hurdle, like, that one of the first scenes is the her, movies. Is, is you looking down and yeah. she yeah. is looking at her, tits, at her breasts. And it's like a teenage girl fondling her yeah. tits. Like, I understand what the joke is, but at the same time, you're like... But also, you, also you make the, the same film. joke three times over yeah. the course of the movie. Actually, yeah. actually you like make it like some, four times. Okay, there's some jokes yeah. that don't need the rule of three to work. It, it, yeah. it, I think it's 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 in the movie for the same reason that... Um, the the Radwimps are? <laughs> yeah, because people... <laughs> Boobs are really big in Japan people, right now. <laughs> people like the Radwimps almost as much as they like... I would say, I would say the thing is... I would say there were just people that would go there because there's always something. It's like, if you do this, uh, people will get annoyed at it. But if you don't do it, other aspects of people will get annoyed at it. For example, but who, the thing what, is, what he kind is a of teenage people do you care about? He is a teenage say. boy who has found out he's, he's in a girl's body. I mean, like, if you get kind of... If you get really brutally honest, and I can't believe I have to say this... Teenage boys might do that if they one day wake up and they're a teenage girl. One hundred percent would. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I feel like that's on the low end of the spectrum of what teenage boys would do. But yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. and that's why I'm not saying anymore. I think it's that it opens with yeah. that. Yeah. So also, like, because yeah. how you establish yeah. mood. Like, yeah. This is, yeah like because the thing is, it's the opening shot, and also you don't know anything of what's going on. So when that started going, I was like, but what is? It, is this the film? It reminded me. Yeah, it was. It was starting to remind me of stuff like what's it called? Is it? Um, I'm I'm thinking of a series of of kind of Japanese anime that 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 a friend showed me and I was like this is really pervy isn't it it's like oh no get past that she she, she is talking, there are way too many shows she, she, she is talking a lot about her panties but this is a really good show and it's like yeah I um, mean, yeah there's listen like that does not no does not does not like Single it out. There were a lot of shows. Yeah, like there's as a, lot. a lady a genre. who likes anime, anime. like you just have. Like I mean, if you're just like I mean, we were talking about Cowboy Bebop before we started recording, and I was like, I love this. Like I think it's beautiful. Mm. I think it's really well constructed. 
like I spent so much of it looking at Faye's outfit just being like how <laughs> like it, this is... it defies gravity also it defies like logic. it literally has boob pockets it's like material doesn't work like that yeah. which means she has like inserted her yeah. boobs into pockets in this crop top it's bizarre <laughs> anyway the there's also is, a genre like, of yeah. anime called harem anime where all the women in the anime are fixated on the lead character who is a boy, and even though he and like he's supposed I to can be this, see why it's called that. Yeah, and but like it doesn't it doesn't get like like really like pervy or that, but it's just like all these I'm women pervier. are just all the all these women are just so fixated. He is it he is their life. He is the center of their world, and it's an it's a type of genre of anime that's a lot of people do not like. Well, I mean, like I mean, you know, we to be clear, we don't we can't really cast stones given that like Baywatch is like a major sure. European Oh, American totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, there's but like, I guess Oh no, the it's point. just it's just an example. Like, it's yeah, just no. that there's weird gender stuff yeah, yeah, everywhere. There's and unfortunately, like I think everywhere as a woman, you're just yeah. like I have to just accept that if I want to enjoy things, there like, may come times. I just have to watch like my gender being objectified. Person, yeah. mm. Not always, in fairness, no. but like, I mean, yeah, like sometimes it's just like, does, I mean, always when I'm watching any anime, I'm just like, does her skirt need to be that short? Like, specifically as a teenage girl, yeah. maybe that's coming from the land of like Catholic school with like a knee length. That guilt, old Catholic guilt. You know, like, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, yeah, so you're just kind of like, well, I'm just going to put that aside for now. Yeah. Like, like it, is, it is odd when there's an anime around that does not have that at all in it yeah, it's always it's a rare it's always a rare can thing you name some actually just out of curiosity just for our listeners that, that do it or no, don't no, no, do it don't Attack do it. on Titan has very gender neutral costuming Full Metal Alchemist has maybe one character who kind of leans into that and she's killed very early on and then you're grand okay. uh, also it, but what I do like about anime and this is an example they have very strong female characters. Anime can have incredibly strong female characters that completely subverts how you would expect women to be to act in certain circumstances, and that's what I love about it. Like Misa is maybe the better character of the two. She's more interesting, I think, than Taki. She she's like she wants to do better than her life is allowing her. She wants much more than in, in her provincial life yeah. is what I'm saying. She is the belle of this film <laughs> and uh, yeah it's like she wants she wants to leave she wants to go she wants to do better in her life um, Taki is just happy where he is he's just plain it's not until she comes into his life that he becomes a better person and people say he's a better person uh, so but to be fair he gives her confidence as he well. gives her confidence and but, but she yeah, makes him better she has an idea of what she wants to do he has nothing he's nothing he's, 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 he's kind of he's directionless when she first yeah. kind of becomes him and it isn't that he gives her direction he basically gives her the confidence, confidence to, to pursue her the, direction to, yeah. whereas she provides him with direction, direction which is setting him up on more dates important i feel him, yeah so yeah i mean i that's one of the reasons why i loved it i think mizaha is a great character and her journey is i suppose more interesting than his well yeah because she kind of like eventually um like you know, one of her final scenes as a teenager is that she gets up the guts to confront her father. Yeah, which like, is a big thing. Yeah, uh, which is like, and I mean, like, they don't like spend, they don't labor the point, that point too much, no. but obviously it's a very tough relationship and he's a very domineering man. Yeah. And, and in like, Japan, the patriarch yeah, is like, very dominant. Huge thing. Like, so, and I just, lo- I actually just love that shot where just her, it's just her face, face and yeah. it's all like she's bruised and she's just, it just. She's says, not taking shit anymore. Mm-hmm. It's very happen. like. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I mean, I don't think Taki that gets that kind of journey. No, he, he, he like, becomes a better person, and he's kind of the audience. At they switch between who's the audience because obviously we're introduced to her first 
oh, I suppose technically it's him. Um, Taki's kind of the only no, one it, that it's he her is, making he's the sense one. of what happened, though. Yeah. The thing. Like, cause you get you get her in the aftermath of what happened, her yeah. piecing it together. Um, though the movie does swap, and I think at the end you follow from his perspective when, yeah. he, when they're reunited. Because mm. he's kind of the one that like you're left to pick up and figure out what's happened with her life since the the comet yeah. strike. In terms of obviously with her friend and, and the marriage and stuff yeah. like that. I, I have to admit, I didn't find the characters as kind of compelling as I found the ideas. Mm. Um, and and there like some some something that I that and and it, it's a problem with this not it being being the dub rather than the sub, um, which some is something that I've just now be, be, begun to say. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if we keep okay. coming back for more anime, you're gonna be saying that a lot. I think we're, we're combinations that Andrew's never said for a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> The, I I didn't like a lot of and I I feel like Graham might 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 have touched it on 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 this. I, I didn't like a lot of the uh, voice work in this. I thought yeah. the, the the grandmother was like, "I'm a grandmother." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm again, if you old. go to if you go I'm, to the and it, and it's a toss up. It can happen a lot. You, the sub can be better. The dub can be better. It's a mm. toss up. It depends on what the studio, how much work they put in, how much how how uh, high quality the actors are. And the thing is, there is a there is a circle of actors who go to these anime films who are like are always um, recognize some of them i think i did i recognized a few of them i recognized a few of them and then when i looked them up it was like yeah i've seen him in this 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 uh, and it's kind of their go they're always kind of the go-to and at uh, the actors mm. um but they go to for these type of films because it's still very even though it's exp- it, its popularity has exploded anime is still niche in, well, in the western in the, world yeah, even though it's exploded over the last couple of years yeah. it is still niche and that's and some people actors uh, and so forth still kind of look down on it and I still feel there is still a thing that actors still look down on animation outside of Ghibli where Ghibli you can have those A-list actors like you know Patrick Stewart and stuff like that and that's only recent and that is also only recently well that was since Howl's Moving Castle I think was the first one where I knew that yeah because Christian Pale plays I think that was before wasn't it that was yeah that was the 80s that had Patrick Stewart it did but no one no one really like knew who he was no no not that they didn't know who he was but the film wasn't really properly like you mean the guy with here. the hair right <laughs> yeah. like like there's there's you look back at them like wrote like um uh, uh Saoirse Ronan is in in one of the early Ghibli films uh is she? yeah I think she's in Prince of, no she's in I think she's in Nausicaa or that's um, 86 yeah but you see they redub them sometimes oh, okay. they redub them for anniversary specials and that yeah. but they have a lot of they have a lot of big names uh, now yeah. uh, but you, they don't sell the films on those names yeah yeah, and stuff does get lost in translation like I did not like Mitsuha in the dub at all no because, she felt far more apologetic well and... I felt like she was also like uh, you know an English speaking actor trying to yeah. do the Japanese Bit girl, of a girly voice, girl and it was like just don't like just yeah. just, just like you might get a completely different experience if you watch the the sub yeah, version like, that's the always interesting I, I, I hate yeah. that we are now we're, we're, we're I said like we're not going to do this and they'd be like hey, you're, you're sub, <laughs> but it does come always down to it that's <laughs> the thing it always like, ultimately it does come down to it and sometimes it depends on which yeah. one you watch first you right? lose some of there's some language stuff in this would you thing? say you lose some of the subtleties I'm so angry. Like, I just, like, um... <laughs> God damn it, Darren. Um, like, you, 
you like I, you like the subversion? I like the one in Japanese, but I prefer the book. Yeah, yeah, really, uh, da- Darren doesn't really know the sub and dub culture. That is what it's like. That is literally what, what, it's, what it's like. Like it is, a tr- like it is. Like oh yeah, there are sub purists, yeah. and they're like, oh, you mentioned dub, and you're just like, you're, it's, like, like it's like PC gamers and yeah. console gamers. Oh, you, you're what, a PC. What I'm getting is it's like it's like Harry Lloyd or Brian De Palma fans is basically what we have here. Yeah, pretty much. It's. But I mean, it's a thing. I always find it interesting, and I always take it as which do you watch first, and which yeah. you watch first yeah. will be the one that you prefer. Yeah, it's always that because I I saw this in subbed yeah. first, so sometimes I'm too hungover to read. Like this <laughs> like, thing that happens. But you did actually you lost some of the language stuff here. Like there's a joke that just did not fire at all in this, where um, basically it's Mitsuha in Taki's body, and she refers to herself with the feminine eye. Mm. And they're like, feminine eye? And she's like, oh, wait, masculine eye. And like, obviously... The masculine best- me. Yeah, like, because obviously... Oh, and that's that's where you get, like, that's yeah. the bit where he's like, I mean, there was a girl, a yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 and yeah. they're like, what? It yeah. doesn't fire at all. And the all. audience is like, what's happening yeah. here? It's like, there was a girl. And they're like, what? It's like, no, there was a boy. Yeah. And, and it's like, that is he sense. saying he's gay? Yeah. <laughs> and there's stuff where there's... um. Uh, the stuff about Twilight, they're mm. actually using yeah, the Japanese words, and, and it's like, is it's that Twilight also means Twilight, but it also Tuesday. means like, where are you or okay. who are you? like? There's something yeah. that Twilight ah, also okay. means that is much more profound than like the Magic Hour, yeah. and then they also <laughs> or the Golden Hour. That was yeah, a weird one. and then they also they're like, someone asks about like another way to say Twilight, and she's like, oh, that's dialect. Mm. And then later, like Mitsuo and Taki's body is talking to someone, and they're like, you have a dialect. Like, because obviously she's from rural Japan, yeah. where yeah. they speak dialect. And, like, that's just lost, like, yeah. obviously completely, which is kind of like... Yeah. And that's actually one of the first times I've watched a dub being like, oh, I'm actually very aware oh, of some that, of the bits yeah. that are being mm. lost yeah. in yeah. translation, if you will. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's... It's a fascina- It's a fascinating thing, just, like, watching it and I'm knowing that there could, be a, di- there could be a different experience if you watch it subbed or... It's just it's it's um it's just it's a it's a great film that you can watch like clearly watch multiple times and di- you have different experiences each time you can notice things there is a ton to look at like you can like just look at it and just take it all in as the film is happening and I suppose that's what helps with this with the dubbed version. So so we don't end it on this, Dan. Would you, would 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 you just like to take a few minutes to, oh to do every uh, like talk about sub sandwiches, people from Dublin? Yeah. Uh, I was about to say that we've used both the words sub and dub too much now. Yeah, we have. It's finished. Like Wait, we've killed we? it. Yeah. Where can we get the best subs and dubs? Uh, uh, Control. <laughs> That's a joke, Cody. Yeah, I, I, uh, this is awful. <laughs> I feel Sorry. like Andrew must have felt in the last 30 seconds of the movie, like, just ready to leave. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right. Are there any sort of closing thoughts about, about your name? Or, like, anything that you're... Like, you guys are not at all excited about the J.J. Abrams no. movie, I assume. I assume it's completely redundant. We have this, why can't people watch When you this? have a perfect film... Or Did you just call, okay, okay. No, yeah, okay, you know what I mean. When, when I say perfect, I don't mean like it's a masterpiece. I mean wow. it really, t- it really, it really touched me. Like I adore this film. It has, like again, I say, like I, I, I cry a lot if there's an emotional film. I cried again during this film, and I, I had to, yeah. and I had to not look at people, <laughs> and and yeah, when that final scene happens, they're walking on opposite sides of the stairs, going up, going down, and then they just go, "Do I know you?" Um, and to say, what's your name? 
And I cried. It I was, was like, that's, a, that's an obvious title draw. Because I have no heart. Don't do that. <laughs> but I think it's, I find it really sad, this thing of like, oh no, we have to remake it for the American audiences. Mm. Because so much of what is so beautiful about it to me is this insight into a culture yeah. that like is obviously. It's going to be in New York. It's going to be in yeah, New York and somewhere in Minnesota or yeah. something. It, and like a culture that's very different to ours. I mean, that's like so much part of the texture of the thing. Like, all oh, that's going to be lost. I just, I'm so skeptical. Like, what is Jabram's going to do to, like, improve it? I love it, that. You know? Like, what, what's he going to do? Like, you know, like... Lens flare. Lens flare. There's going to be a comet. ton of lens flare. Comet. Be, yeah, we know. Like, like, it, it's his best excuse yeah, to do it. It's just like, yeah, Klingon. he was, like, he saw that comet and, like, <laughs> I mean, he was like... That was the moment his eyes Yeah, went he was just like, my fetish <laughs> is here. Like, it's happening. Finally, like, I haven't been able to do it since Star Trek. Yeah, like... Into darkness. So, yeah, I mean, and it's just sad because, I mean, then you just get into, like, is all of this just money, you know? Yeah, it is. No, it is. Yeah, yeah it I is. know. But then it makes you really sad because you're like... That's well, why we do this podcast. Yeah, money. Yeah, all mean, our endorsements. Cash. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously, like... The best I'm, subs in Dublin. I'm getting my fee, like, who am I to talk? But at the same time, like... <laughs> By the way, well, that, check, paid, that right? check is in the mail. <laughs> you should. Yeah. Oh, I should Would you like points. another pastry? I should mention this point. Your check, your check bounced, Darren. I'm sorry. Your check bounced. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, would anybody like another pastry? Not right now. <laughs> okay. But um, so, so, what do you think will be lost? Then, so we end on a positive note. Like, what is it in this film that you are afraid will be gone? That that is so magical about this? That sort of like that grabs you and doesn't let go. Well, I don't think I don't think Ghostbusters should be winning. <laughs> Sorry, Ghostbusters makes the feeling. Sorry, sorry. No. Uh, <laughs> if I can, so the, what I think would Please be lost. Do, I think what will be lost is the message. I think what will be lost is the the core of it, the emotional core. I honestly think this this film is so charming, so loving, and is just so wrapped up in what makes it wonderful to be, I suppose, part of a relationship, part of just friendship, and all of that. And I don't think it can be replicated, especially from one medium to the next, because animation can do things that CGI, live action, cannot do. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there is technically no budget. Yeah. And so it makes it that it can truly be a magical world that you're diving into yeah. in a film. And I don't think that J.J. Abrams, with all his lens flares and all his wonderful little nods and winks at reboots, I don't think he can do. I don't think it's that, like, it's not that things can't, like, obviously transition between mediums. It's just, like, is it going to, like, this soon after the fact? Yeah. Like, is it going to add something to this story? And also, I mean, I don't actually know. Is the live-action version, is it being taken outside Japan? Like, uh, no, no, no further details I mean, have been known. But I, it, mm. I feel like just ripping a story out of its cultural context. And, yeah, like, because it's so wrapped up in that. And it's kind of like we were talking about, like, in one way, this is a very classic story. Uh, Like, one of the reasons it's obviously been so successful in the West is that it, like, has a lot of, like, fairly universal touchstones. But at the same time, it's so rooted in, like I said, in Japan in 2010. And just, I mean, I hope, I, I, I I very, I mean, if... They do stay true to like this is set in Japan, Japanese actors, da da da. That like, it's also, but it's just not going to happen. It's also like, really weird after Ghost in the Shell, after the yeah. disaster yeah, that was Ghost in the Shell, which would be like you would imagine that after that you'd be like, okay, live action adaptation of Japanese animation that is beloved. Maybe take a step back a little bit. Isn't it just kind of like it's in a baffling that like the sort of 
level of faith in like the cultural hegemony of Hollywood yes. like actually Move. transcends profit. Yeah. Mm. Like it literally <laughs> is just like it, it's it's somehow stronger than capitalism. Yeah. That you're like this didn't work. Like this didn't make money. It was like, like a lot somehow of money. philosophically important that yeah, we do it. But it, yeah, it is still important that we take this thing that, that like this other culture produced that was beautiful and beloved and make it ours. Like <laughs> I it, <laughs> I thought that's worse than capitalism. I have I have a contrary but, view. And, uh, and I've, 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 I've got to put it put it out there, and I'll, I suppose I'll qualify it first by saying <laughs> that I think they probably are going to butcher something beautiful, and, and, <laughs> and that it's and 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 that it, it that it will be disappointing. However, I I I I think it can't be an argument against um, taking taking something from uh, one cultural context and and placing it in in in. In another, because I think that can be that can be done very successfully. So this is saying something about Japanese society and Japanese themes, and taking it and putting it, say, in an oh American no. context. Oh can, no! You're imagining now what that oh, could be, no. aren't you? Can 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 oh, say no. certain things about uh, which 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 might uh, speak to people. Did, did Darren, Darren is Darren, Darren, you're right. Darren you're is more Milton. Darren has I, just realised if you were translating this story. From Japan in the tens, where the trauma is the East Japanese earthquake. Oh God, it's going to be one of the tornadoes. To the tsunami, you're going to need a, com- a comparable trauma in, a in America. American history. And what would that be? Does anybody Sandy? remember the movie Remember Me? Does any nobody does? That's what the is one. That? That's the one with. And there's going to be spoilers for Remember Me, but it's okay because it's a terrible movie. It's a love story with Robert Pattinson and uh, what's her name from Lost. Where basically they fall in love and it's this big love story and this big romance and that the twist at the end is they get in a plane and they run away together but it's September the 11th, 2001. So I'm wondering like what is the inevitable disaster that you are going to try and put in here because it's inevitably going to feel like that you know the way that Hollywood has this fixation on 9-11 and reliving 9-11 yeah. and replaying 9-11 no they I wouldn't mean, go they to 9-11 could, no they won't go to, but they'll go to something similar they could go to a hurricane they go they to a hurricane a lot of those okay. but I do think it's like like I mean Andrew I like absolutely agree like that like it's not like oh you should never take anything nope. out of its cultural yeah. context but I mean firstly it's like sort of a timeline issue of like really guys like this soon a year and like the lack of obviously the lack of faith in audiences is like oh they won't relate I mean also I think we're making a lot of assumptions that this will be transplanted in America maybe it won't be maybe it'll be sort of in a vague place that's not you know um, Neo-Tokyo but yeah I think we're making a lot of assumptions about like yeah they're like they're going to transplant it but they're not going to do it like sensitively or like and I don't know like if you did transplant it in the western world like what would be that streak of mysticism like how would you weave that in organically the sake scene what would you have there yeah Yeah. is it her just carrying kegs down but I I mean I I just I'd be concerned about that too and that's why I say I feel like they're going they're going to kill something beautiful (laughs) but you're okay with them trying but, but, no, I mean, but, like, but, just, but I would like to keep a good and an open mind yeah. to yeah. some yeah, extent. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would argue like the um, David Fincher's version of The Girl with the Track Tattoo is far superior to the original Scandinavian yeah. version. Um, if only because it's actually a movie as opposed to a television I movie. I mean, a lot of people would say The Thing is superior to the original like the original oh, that was the, the uh, yeah not 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 the thing from 2011 the thing no from the thing from yeah it's far superior to, to the thing original. from another world yeah yeah um that sort of stuff but it I mean, has it has happened it has worked 
But but that's an going, American movie remaking an yeah, American movie. Going if you, going by the the history, going by the amount of times that they that American producers and directors have tried this in the last five years alone, and the fact that it has never worked. Well, we'll we'll is, forget about all of the ones that didn't work, and we'll remember the ones that did. That's a fair. So point. like we'll 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 remember like your Jimbo and the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll forget, forget all sorts of. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I feel like they've always been making terrible movies sure. <laughs> and making yeah. bad decisions. And, yeah. and, and, um, well, in terms of good remakes that worked well, Infernal Affairs was translated as The Departed. I know a lot of people don't like The Departed, but it, it does Maybe a good don't, job of translating. A lot of people don't like The Departed. Is that a new cool thing? To not like The Departed? <laughs> I love The Departed. Okay. Yeah. Lots of people like The Departed, which proves my <laughs> point even more. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, sorry. I just, like, I just hear things like, oh, I don't like this anymore. When did that stop being a good film? Yeah, we have regular meetings, Graham. I get I the newsletter so. every. It's, I know. It's, I never get them. It's acceptable to like these films now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> David Schwimmer is no longer no longer, no longer cool. That was yeah. a tough decision to make, but yeah, I feel yeah. we made the right call. It, 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 it's a weird thing where it's like, oh, you like Christopher Nolan? It's like. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like there's a trend it, on the podcast that whenever you have certain guests over, they're like, oh, it is not cool to like Christopher Nolan anymore. Like there's a, like certain certain yeah, guests. When, maybe maybe Jane we're Phil. being maybe we're being reductive because we like something. We think that there's like a kind a of like a hipsterism appeal. about uh, mm. not liking it, and it's just that people have different tastes, I guess. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's a funny thing. Mm. On that awkward note, silence <laughs> descending on the podcast. No, no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, saying, I'm honestly I'm, thinking like what he said. I'm taking it in. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe, you know, we're just hating on American adaptations yeah. of, like... We've been burnt so many times. We, yeah, I mean, this is the thing. It's like, you've been burnt, you know? And you're like, mm. don't have, like, that much faith in no. the Hollywood machines. Listen, we need to pick this up. Yeah. We need to remember the greats. Yeah. We need well, to this, remember this the experience film. that we had Well, the here. reason that we are so sad about this possibility is because we really enjoyed this film yeah. so much. Yeah. I mean, it's I. Good. <laughs> and I mean, he. And apparently, um, the director, this is his kind of wheelhouse. He deals a lot with young adult uh, relationships and twisting what, what you would understand as a relationship. Interesting. Have you seen any, a lot of Shinkai's work? Um, I know a lot of his. Sh- I know some of his shorts, but I haven't seen any of his other uh, okay. films, no. Because this is one of the things where Darren does a bunch of research but has no actual experience of anything, so he's just able to regurgitate <laughs> opinions that other people have had. So I feel like it's important to qualify this before I say what I'm about to say. Apparently, this is seen as a departure from sort of it is, yeah. uh, earlier work in terms of it's got a lot more humour and heart in it, apparently. Um, I've been told. But it's. Um, <laughs> the word on the street. The word on the street with the kids who watch this. <laughs> Anime? Um, Anima. Anime. <laughs> I feel like if we just keep saying it differently, you're going to be like, oh god, which is it? Anama? Yeah, and you're just going to have to like... It's, it, it, it's, it's anime. Sometimes there's a fodder on it, sometimes but not. Like, and he's also, he's not, he's kind of uneasy with the amount of fame that it's generated as well because mm. he feels like uh, it's a lot of pressure on him. He at one stage said that people should stop going to see it after it had made, what, 10 billion yen. Yeah, like you, said, like, you said earlier, he was not happy with it. Yeah, well he's not happy. Yeah, he feels like if he had more time to work on it. And so I, I, it's kind of curious. Oh. I'd be curious to see what his next film looks like. Whether it'll be a continuation of this style, or mm. whether it'll be a hark back to something mm. maybe a bit more esoteric. I'm always so exci- I'm always so excited when there's directors like this, there's studios like this, because because all his films are in one wheel in one uh, studio. So it's always interesting just to see these kind of directors start to rise. People who've clearly been influenced by Ghibli, whether they say it or not. 
Like there's the the studios. There's a studio out now. I can't remember its name, but I know all the films. Boy and the Beast, uh, Summer Wars. Um, I talked about it on the anniversary thing. They are a new studio that have been a relatively new studio that have been doing fantastic new films that a lot of people are saying will probably be what replaces Ghibli. And I feel like this director as well feels like they're they're ready if when Miyazaki finally puts his pencil down because he's retired six times. <laughs> I thought you were saying something else there. <laughs> like, <he's> like, <laughs> Listen, I know we've been talking about some par- body parts here, but I'm not going to say that. Um, like, when, because like, Miyazaki continually keeps saying, oh, I'm retired now, but he keeps coming out of retirement, and people are like, so, so, so he's got one more film, just apparently. I think I'm he just loves making yeah. magic so much. Like, he's got one more film that was originally supposed to be a short, is now being turned into a, into a full film. Well, I mean, it's like Vin Diesel like making Fast and, and Furious films. Yeah. It's exactly the same. Yeah, he, same motivation. He like, can't yeah, give it up. It's like, I feel like we need to end this franchise so what we're going to do is we're going to make three more films yeah like he's like like if you see the fun thing to do with the Ghibli films is there's always a grumpy guy smoking in them mm. and that is that is him that is Hayao Miyazaki he, he kind of injects himself into some characters in all his films and they're always smoking and they're always kind of grumpy but they are still incredibly lovable mm-hmm. and that's him and so all these people now who are coming who are rising up who are young and they're successful with films like Your Name and uh, and that I, they're inspired by him, so I'm I'm really excited for for anime in the future, especially anime film because uh, th- there's a there's a thing that's on in, in Dublin a lot, the Japanese Film Festival. It's not just Dublin; it's all around Ireland. Well, they, they screen this as they part screened of the it. Yeah, that's I think that's where I got. Yeah, that's where I got to see it, and it was it was like the whole audience was just completely enthralled, and uh, I I always look forward to new anime. There's an anime season going on in via Access Cinema now in the Lighthouse. There's only one film left. Um, that they so it will probably be over by the time anybody's listening to this podcast. No, 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 no. It's in December. It's in late December. Oh, cool, perfect. So it's there's still a chance to see it. Um, what is it? I can't remember the name. Okay, we'll put a link up in the put podcast a link up notes. to Access Cinema because they're 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 absolutely wonderful, and the season that they've had has just been fantastic. Uh, I got to see Genocidal Organs, which is a fan- fascinating film about uh, cyber terrorism and je- and just like it's just been it's been a crazy couple of months with the amount of films they've been releasing I was just really hoping it was about like anthropomorphic church organs <laughs> possibly trying to wipe out pianos basically, basically this guy I think it's the whole thing this guy's able to figure out how to I guess you could say that's a key demographic oh okay listen how many how many puns is that now it's not that down oh oh you see how are you has just, some teeth. <laughs> see what's happened now. You've you've just been locked into him now. Oh. But yeah, I mean, I I love this film. Sorry, you were talking so, about something. Yeah. Real. No, it's not fine. <laughs> I love. There's it. a I piano dangling. It's like it's time to cut the cord. Oh my um, god! Time's putting on sunglasses. Taking them off. Constantly. Yeah. They could have put that song in this movie. Who are you? Um, they, I really want to know. Yeah, it's quite nice. But uh, so I feel like that's actually a good note to end on. Both is in terms it? Of, <laughs> note. In oh terms no, of, I ruined it. In terms of. Oh, sorry, organ, I stepped on it too. Organ-related puns, and also just in terms of optimism about the future of Japanese cinema. So if people are listening to this podcast and they want a little bit more Marianne, a little bit more Graham in their lives, uh, where can they get that? Well, I mean, that's a terrible idea. That's a terrible. <laughs> There's a sake um, drink that infuses you with me, so don't that. It's in a shrine. No, um, <laughs> I have a blog. It's at massivehassle.com. 
and you can find me on Twitter at Tiny York. I am hmm. uh, in a lot of places right now. You can find me at Scanon.com. I have a ton of reviews coming out for the next couple films, uh, where I'm one of the few good reviews for Justice League. <laughs> uh, I'm also on Speaking Geek. That's my podcast where I talk about everything uh, I can get my little grubby little hands on. Uh, I also interview people with movies.ie, and I have and I have my gaming website called Game Air. Uh, thank you, Niall. I always have to do that. <laughs> um, it's a great pun. It is a great pun. pun. And uh, I'm on Twitter at Graham Geek Era. Uh, yeah. E I or E. I'm kind of relieved because when you said you were in a lot of things, I thought you were going to say I'm even inside you. I'm not going to go that bad. Okay. Um, but you can also listen to The 250 <laughs> on Stitcher, iTunes. Follow us at, at The 250. Uh, you can follow subscribe. me. Subscribe. Yes, subscribe even uh, if you're feeling up to it. <laughs> yeah, um, we, we don't have enough money. <laughs> <laughs> enough pastries, though. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, you realize you don't actually have to pay a fee to subscribe. <laughs> no, not That's a, not how this You're turning people out. away now. Yeah. Not initially. We haven't set up our paywall, but we're working on it. <laughs> Yeah, you can look that forward. website you've heard about. Yeah, you can look forward to it. Um, you can also follow me at Darren underscore Mooney. You can follow Andrew at Twitter dot com. Perfect. <laughs> All right. I mean, he's not wrong. A Q U I N N I U Q A. He's your keeper. Take it. H T T P S. Use the promo code Joe Rogan. Um, um, We're not on his podcast. You can get get free Andrew delivered right to your your phone. Exactly. um, At a discount rate. Yeah. Perfect. Um, With that in mind, then, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure having you. It really Um, has. We'll be back next week. Oh, they're like. Good. It was a great film. No, it's good that you have confidence in how much of a pleasure it was. That's what I meant. That's what we meant. Thank you for being had. Yeah. Okay, shut it off. Bye. Bye.